0: All right, news roundup, information overload. Hour eight hundred nine four one. Sean, you want to be a part of the uh, program? Uh, look, I keep getting back to what's going on with Russia, Iran, China. Um, you know, geopolitical ambitions on full display. Weakness shown here by an American president. Uh, they see what we see. It's sad, and they also witness Joe Biden abandon. 116 days ago Americans behind enemy lines in Afghanistan they know Joe's not going to do anything and there's not going to be any real consequences you know well we're going to remove all diplomatic or we're going to have a, a diplomatic boycott of the Olympics you know what do you think the chinese care they don't care and i'm i'm really hesitant to support a boycott Although it just it is irritating as hell that nobody seems to care about the forced labor policies and the oppression of minorities uh, in China and, and forced labor camps in China. Nobody nobody pays attention to it. And if you bring it up, nobody even understands that it's happening. Anyway, Joe Biden on China's abuses says, well, the countries have different norms. Is that is that really it, Joe? Or and then praising China in a montage The same country that that put the world through two years now of hell that's still ongoing.
1: The central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a united, tightly controlled China. And he uses his rationale for the things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so the idea I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in western mountains of of, uh, China and Taiwan trying to end the one China policy by making it forceful. I I said, and by the way, he said he he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country, and their leaders are expected to follow. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man! Come on! They can't even figure out how to deal with the the the, the, the fact that they have this great division between the China Sea and the mountains in the east. I mean, in the west, they can't figure out how they're going to deal with the corruption that exists within the system. I mean, I you know. They're not bad folks, folks, but guess what? They're not a competition for us. A more prosperous China will mean more demand for American-made goods and services and more jobs back home in the United States of America. So our desire for your prosperity is not born out of some nobility. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. Uh, when I've, I've spent a lot of time with President Xi, even he acknowledges that uh, the, the growth and progress in China has been a direct relationship of uh, the stability that has been in, uh, encouraged by uh, U.S. presence.
0: $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. I, I'm sure Deutsche Bank would have done a far worse job than Zero Experience Hunter, or that Goldman Sachs, or any of the big you know, banking firms uh, would have done a worse job than Hunter and and a $100,000 shopping spree from a Chinese national. You know, OK, so uh, they have different norms, uh, forced labor, oppression of minorities, uh, cracking down on liberty and freedom in in Hong Kong, flying fighter jets over Taiwan airspace and talking about taking over Taiwan and hypersonic missiles uh that can fire off nuclear weapons uh a show of force a constant never-ending chatter saber rattling about uh the united states of america and if they dare stop the territorial ambitions of china uh that that we will be destroyed by china and okay so what's the answer Now, this becomes an interesting question. Uh, Mike Waltz is in Florida's 6th District, and he thinks the diplomatic boycott, he's right about this, of of the Beijing Olympics is ridiculous. He says it doesn't go far enough, and he says it is disgraceful U.S. companies will rake in millions off the Olympics while whitewashing an ongoing genocide and other atrocities in China. And Mike Waltz joins us now. I, I agree with you. And I'm a little torn on the issue for this one reason is you have athletes, Congressman, they have devoted, in some cases, a decade of their life to Olympics. I hate for them to suffer to make a political statement because this has been their dream. That, that, that is my only hesitancy. Short of that, um, I wouldn't have anything to do with China at this point in time.
2: No, I, I, I feel you, uh, Sean, absolutely. And my heart breaks for them, too. And where our anger should be directed is at the morally uh, corrupt IOC, an International Olympic Committee. Myself and a number of others uh, have been asking the IOC for years to move the games. That's the preferred solution. It's the IOC that has put these athletes in this position of choosing between their values uh, and basic humanity, and turning a blind eye to that to be able to compete. So that's where our focus should be, uh, is on the I O C. Well, I don't think most IOC. people
0: understand the genocide, the forced labor, the oppression yeah. of minorities that are act- that's actually going on in modern day China. I don't think most people know what's going on. Why don't you give a quick summary so people understand it?
2: Oh, absolutely, and and you know, hats off. To former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who leveled that for- formal designation of genocide and what's going on. But it's been carried over by the Biden administration. Uh, and what's happening is this is an ethnic Muslim people, uh, uh, much like what the Chinese have done to the Tibetans over the years. Uh, they have decided to wipe them off the face of the earth. What does that look like? That looks like a video has now been released. Documents have been leaked showing this was a matter of state policy coming all the way from the top in Beijing. That uh, videos have been released showing these people lined up on their knees, heads shaved, loaded onto rail cars. Sounds familiar. Shipped off to concentration camps. When they get there, Sean, the women are separated and forced into clinics for forced sterilization, or forced abortions, so that they can no longer have children. Uh, many of the younger women are then married off to ethnic Han Chinese. So there's a racism element there, so that they can then dilute uh, their their um, they, their gene pool. Uh, I mean, the the men are then shipped off to slave labor camps, uh, and this is where it touches American companies. These are uh, this forced labor, this slave labor are producing cotton that nike uses are producing sugar that coca-cola uses are producing raw materials uh, and mines uh slave labor mines that intel uses for its
3: computer chips
2: uh so all of these companies are complicit and it shouldn't surprise anybody that all of these companies uh are are uh what i'm calling genocide olympic sponsors at the same time sean and this is where we're just so sick and tired of the hypocrisy. These are the same companies that want to boycott Georgia uh, over its voter integrity laws, that want to, you know, move uh, the the All Star Game for Major League Baseball, that want to, you know, continue to preach social justice because it's padding their balance sheet here in the United States. At the same time, it's, uh, you know, at the same time they're padding their balance sheet by ignoring basic human rights over in over in
0: China. Alright, we'll take a break. We'll come back more with Congressman Mike Waltz and then your calls 800-941-Sean, our number. You want to be a part of the program. We continue with congressman michael waltz as we continue our discussion about the chinese olympics and the human uh, atrocities that are happening with china you know it's it's sad because what you're pointing out is true this is genocide and we're talking about you know the the uyghur community in china the ethnic muslim population uh and you're right about the tibetans how there's been systematic discrimination and and persecution of them as well um it's become an issue now in the nba also it doesn't seem like anybody in the world cares that this is now ongoing why is that
2: except for uh very few like inez cantor now mr freedom uh he changed his name uh to freedom the boston Celtics basketball player there's a few that are standing up
0: no, there have been a few end basketball end. players that haven't, and by the way, they've been punished for doing it, and they've been encouraged right. to stop.
2: That's right. That's right. Uh, but then on the other side of that, you have people like LeBron James that, again, you know, wants to preach about social justice in the United States, but then enters into shoe deals with Chinese companies, not even American companies sourcing there, Chinese companies that are outright using uh, slave labor. So the hypocrisy... Uh, is just rank. And then, you know, add to that, there's one other piece, Sean, that that I don't think enough people are talking about. You know, the IOC, when presented with all of these just gross and awful abuses, Hong Kong, COVID, the Uyghurs, they say, well, we don't do politics. You know, that's not what the Olympics are about. And that's why we don't support moving the games or boycotts. Yet they seem to support it just fine when it came to apartheid in South Africa. Not only did they prevent any Olympic Games from happening in South Africa, they banned the South African Olympic team from participating in any Olympics anywhere in the world for nearly 30 years. So is that somehow morally better or worse than an ongoing uh, genocide against Muslims? Do the oppression of the, the african American or the Africans in South Africa somehow better or worse? than a million Muslims in concentration camps? Of course not. The difference is the money. NBC, uh, you know, uh, is making billions and don- and paying billions uh, to the IOC. Coca-Cola, Procter Gamble, uh, Airbnb, all of them uh, are drunk on Chinese money. Uh, and-, and as Cantor said it best, you know, no amount of gold medals uh, is worth uh, your values. And so I would ask these same athletes, and I worry about them as well as you do, Sean. But I would ask them: if the United States government had a million Muslims in a concentration camp, do you think the women's soccer team would be demanding to still compete? No, they would be protesting in the streets. Uh, so you is-
0: can, and by the way, we're and you just haven't gotten to it. I think you've laid out an extraordinarily compelling case about how horror, horrific this is, and it's it's hard to imagine that this exists in in the year. 2021 now soon to be 2022 uh but you haven't even mentioned the crackdown in hong kong and you, you haven't mentioned the the territorial ambitions uh with taiwan and what they're calling reunification and flying fighter jets over taiwan airspace um that's now ongoing and I, my guess is probably sometime after the olympics uh taiwan will be quote taken over by china
2: well, and look, John, and I haven't even mentioned the five million people dead around the world from COVID, or the fact that no,
0: you know, that's I another good point less, too,
2: right? Uh, that that they absolutely refuse uh, to cooperate. But here's another point: dictators love the Olympics. It gives them a global platform. Everybody there is turning a blind eye to their atrocities, and it emboldens them. We all know what uh, obviously what Hitler did after 36. But it's important to point out that Putin invaded Crimea and Ukraine two months after the Sochi Olympics. Uh, So you're absolutely right to fear for Taiwan after the Olympics. Xi is going to be basically elected dictator for life by the Communist Party this summer. And I think between summer and uh, when he knows Biden may go, uh, it is a very, very dangerous window. And why does that matter to everyday Americans? Well, if they get Taiwan, they basically control trade into japan south korea malaysia parts of australia it'll be well, they've been they've 40, been
0: outright threatening japan and the u.s you know they've actually criticized <laughs> and and threatened the u.s over landing airplanes in taiwan as if they have a say
2: well that's right now i was, I was just at briefings in the pentagon this morning sean and, and expect that if we can test and defend that democracy in taiwan that we, we're talking about our electrical grid and other types of cyber attacks right here at home
0: uh, well, so the well, they, they have for, no problem showing off their hypersonic missiles that apparently can shoot nukes
2: which by the way uh which by the way is a first strike weapon we cannot defend against it but here's the, the you know the damning thing sean is all of that their navy is larger than ours they're launching more in space than us the hypersonic is being bought and paid for with american money between our trade deficit between our pension funds, Larry Fink and BlackRock, the hedge fund community, Wall Street, Hollywood. you know Historians are going to look back on this and say, you know, America was drunk on Chinese dollars. Hunter Biden, the son of the president, is absolutely corrupt on it. But it is our dollars that are flowing over uh, and funding their military buildup, their Belt and Road Initiative, their debt diplomacy and everything else. So my call to action as we head into the Christmas shopping season for everyone when you see made in China, put it down. We wouldn't have a supply chain uh, crisis if it was made in America.
0: Uh, i, I got to tell you, you've made to the to most compelling case of anybody that I have heard. Uh, and I think people need to understand what's what we're dealing with here. And you've, you've done a great job doing that, Congressman. Uh, Congressman Mike Waltz, uh, thanks for being with us, Florida 6th uh, District. Thank you, sir. Quick break, right back. Your calls on the other side, straight ahead. Get your dose of independence and liberty every weekday, right here on the Sean Hannity Show. I right, twenty five to the top of the hour eight hundred nine four one Sean. If you want to be a part of the program, Dana is in Oklahoma. Dana, glad you called. Hey,
4: thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. And it is great being able to talk to you. I'll tell you, you are blessed, and um, we're blessed also to um, be able to hear someone that tells the truth straight out.
0: Thank you. Um, We're trying every day. We're trying to save the country. Every We need all hands on deck.
4: You bet. You bet. Um, and you, you're doing a great job at it. I appreciate it. Um, I want to say this real quick. You know, they are trying to destroy America. And, oh, they're trying so hard to take the power, take everything we have. But, you know, Sean, the one thing they cannot take is our faith. And um, we will stand strong in our faith. You can't take that away
0: from us. You know, I I will tell you, it's these are troubling times. But I, I feel a sense of optimism. And as much as I think people have woken up to the fact the numbers are very clear, they're unambiguous. People are hip to the fact that Joe is a mess. And, and frankly, uh, he's getting worse every day. Pelosi is, is just as bad. Kamala, even worse and maybe the two of them combined. We don't have good options. And I think people are beginning to realize maybe Donald Trump's mean tweeting that offended everybody so much wasn't so bad because we were energy independent. We secured our borders. uh, He lowered taxes. He ended, you know, the bureaucracy. He kept his word on judges. He kept his word on free and fair trade. He kept his word on standing up to hostile regimes, but yet keeping us out of these never ending foreign conflicts Um, and. You know what? And I think we also are learning that America and the world needs a tough American president. Weakness like Joe incurs aggression. And and that's why we see what what's unfolding in the world right now with Russia and Ukraine, with China and Taiwan. And and nobody seems to want to talk about it. It's pretty scary. These are scary times. Um, Then you watch the likes of Mitch McConnell. I mean, a swamp creature, if ever there was one. You know, now they have this new rule in the Senate, this carve out that he's now given them and the Democrats another chance to raise the debt ceiling only because he's allowing it. And and that's not leadership. The same Democrats that won't allow the Republicans to have one word or any say at all in the budgetary process. By the way, with Joe Manchin, it looks like the Senate is now poised to nullify Biden's vaccine mandate. That's good news. Let's see what happens in the House. The Republicans have got to fight. And any Republican that joins Mitch, I don't, I'm done. That's a line in the sand for me. I want no part of it. Um, They said they wouldn't do it in September. Then they said they wouldn't do it again. And then Mitch goes behind the backs of every Senate Republican. And cuts a deal with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer again to give them more, to get them more time for their build back better new green deal socialism. Uh, anyway, Dana, thank you. Tony in Texas. We got three Texas calls up. We got Tony. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll put Tony, Amy and Karina, uh, from all from Texas on at the same time. Now, Tony, Amy and Karina. Uh, are a lot smarter than I am. Uh, Welcome all of you to the program. Tony, we're going to let the the ladies start first. Amy, you go ahead with your comments, then we'll move along.
4: Well, Sean, thank you for all you do all the time. And I just want to say I listen to a caller, hey, what can we do? What can we do? And I think that the Republicans should bring up articles of impeachment like every day or every week, let them vote on it who cares who we get after that biden you can bring up articles that we we don't have
0: the votes um i think you might find between now and 2024 a lot of talk about the 25th amendment he may not i don't think he's up to the job and i i just it's getting more obvious every day
1: and uh, a couple of my friends are going to be coming out here i'm told cabinet members but you know uh, here we go where is everybody? Jill. <laughs> Jill Sierra, the attorney general. We got the whole all, all right, Jill. How do I cross a bridge in the snowstorm? What happened? No, I'm, I, think about it. You know, you're in a situation, what happens if the bridge collapses and there's a fire on the other side? It's gonna take 10 miles longer to get to the fire. People could die. I mean, this is real.
0: Uh, Karina, you wanna weigh in from Texas get in also? Their
5: face? um sean first i need to say that uh you you are amazing uh love you love your show but uh i wanted to i wanted to weigh in on the on the schools today um i first of all a little bit on me i am a romanian immigrant i came here when i was 14 years old with my family and we fled the country in uh, 86 when it was a communist country um and i just want to i'm a mother now and i want to weighed in on the what i'm seeing today what i'm seeing in the schools so um is it okay if i talk about yeah, that ahead. Right okay um so uh, i i know uh, you you of everybody you know all the similarities but what i see is just uh short of amazing um for example one example um in the communist country uh, in the communist regime there were no parents there were No say so from them. Um, Sorry, I'm a little nervous. First time. Uh, No, you're doing fine. Just, no.
0: It's just, we're just having a little conversation. But this is your experience. This is your life. And you're trying to warn people about how bad it can get.
5: Yes, yes, yes. If we continue on this path, uh, it's just going to be horrible. And I believe that people don't really know. Uh, They heard that word communism, but I don't think they fully understand what that means um so yes so obviously when i left i was 14 so i know firsthand what it was like and uh the what i went through what, what we went through um as a as a whole and how in in school school obviously no kids like school uh school was horrible for us because um uh, they called it the communist they call that disciplining but i call it beating you know they will just hit us point blank they'll just smack us uh, if we were just uh, not disobeying, Not you know, we were just kids, but not having the uniforms uh, the right way, maybe they thought it was wrinkled, or the hair not combed, you know, like that. So they would just smack us for no reason, and parents no say so whatsoever. Um, the the Minister of Education, I think he was called, uh, they were the ones it, very similar to the Board of Education, they were the ones, they were the Designing the, uh, our school curriculum and, uh, our extra curriculum activities like that. Uh, and then if parents, We're just uh, asking about some of the materials that we'll see or anything. Then, you know, that those parents, they were marked, them and their families. They were just marked for life and uh, they were just um, being harassed, you know, by the, um, the security, the dictator security, which is something equivalent to the FBI. Uh, They were being harassed, questioned, intimidated, you know, like that. So people were so Cared. of course. They wouldn't say anything. They wouldn't question anything, uh, because people were so so easily being interrogated, uh, and for for no reason. Uh, oftentimes, well, they were being I... imprisoned.
0: You're explaining or, something that a lot yeah. of people don't know, and that is life under communism. You know, I, I devoted a whole chapter in Live Free or Die to this whole notion that, you know, whatever ism, communism, socialism, it always ends in failure. Uh, broken promises, more poverty, uh, it, it, it just always ends the same way, and you lived it, you saw it, and you know the predictable results, that's what history has shown us. Let's not forget Tony in Texas. Tony, uh, you can join Amy and uh, Karina.
3: Yeah, hi, Sean. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, greetings to the Lone Star State. Uh, Thank you, sir. One of the things that I'm uh, really concerned with is another chink that they're throwing at us to tear down our capital capitalism and free market is this 87 Billion dollars that he's going to be spending in the next ten years, committed to hiring eighty thousand plus IRS agents. You know, when I'm reading the Washington Post, I'm reading the Wall Street Journal, and the different
0: different. You know, media you know can I tell you what this is going to mean? This is, you're going to get the Hannity treatment. What does that okay. mean? I already experience this every year, every single year. The Hannity treatment is they pull your file, and I pay my right. taxes. I pay them all. You know, I, I constantly am telling. You know, I, I don't have my taxes done by one accounting firm. I have it done by my accounting firm, then my lead attorney's accounting firm to make sure it's perfect every single year. And if there's any discrepancy, we always side with pay. The word is just pay it, pay it, pay it, pay it. That's what we hear all day because you the laws, you know, are not equally applied in this country anymore. You know, conservatives will go to jail for spitting on the sidewalk. My, I don't ever not pay your taxes, if you're, especially if you're a conservative. My advice, pay your taxes. I pay through the nose, and it becomes so obvious. They pull the file, they look at the income, and they look at the amount paid, and they already know immediately that there's no shenanigans going on. That's how I do it. But you're right. It's, every American now is going to be tortured. That's why they want to get into... You know, every if you have if you have any banking over if you take in more than 10 grand a year, they can literally spy on your entire life through your banking information. It's ridiculous. Well, what's going to what,
3: happen is, is yeah. those that are the millionaires and billionaires of the country. They have office rooms full of lawyers that will be protecting them. But those of us that don't have that, that work every day, they're going to come after us because we're low hanging fruit. And that's how he's going to pay for this tear down faster program instead of big bat build back bear. Listen, I I, I and, have to
0: pay those lawyers every year. You know, if, if questions are asked, you have to have your lawyers talk to them. It's a pain in the ass. And it now they're going to, they're, they are now going after every American because these guys are going to have to justify their pay and I'm going to be able to sit there and just cash a check and not go through people's files. I mean, you would, you know, well, what kind of country do we want to live in here? Um, you know, do we really want our government spying on six hundred dollar transactions or spying on people's bank accounts? Anybody that makes 10 grand a year or more? It's the same thing. Not a dime's worth of difference. Now, with that said, I urge everybody to pay their taxes. I pay them. It sucks, but I pay it. Um. Anyway, we had a great trio of calls. Amy, Karina, Tony. Thank you, Jerry in Florida. You're on the Sean Hannity show. Jerry, how are you?
4: I'm doing fine. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you.
4: Um, I'm calling. I was. I was calling because you were talking about the um, the COVID virus and the monoclonal. Antibodies. Yes, ma'am. And um, I'm a retired nursing professor, but I've so it's given me a lot of time to keep up on this. Something you're listening to is the. Uh, the monoclonal antibodies um, is, on, on a COVID virus, you have from infection to symptoms, you have about six days.
0: Correct.
2: So you've
4: been really infected for about six days. On these variants, it's closer to four days. So variants are replicating much faster. So what you're
0: really saying is you better move and i i call i call i keep calling about this cytokine storm that's the that's a storm in your lungs that's covid lung that that's covid pneumonia use any term you want and it usually happens again i don't know about the variants yet because we haven't gotten any science back on it but day six seven eight usually seven to ten And what happens is this is now your own immune system turns against itself in a weird way and overreacts to the virus. And that's where all the damage is created. Now, people are at home and they're checking the temperature and they're checking their, their oxygen saturation levels. And by the time their oxygen levels start going down, the damage has been done. If you pop positive, you get a positive test on COVID, Vaccinated, unvaccinated, do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred. Call your doctor immediately, and ask your doctor about monoclonal antibodies. And if your doctor doesn't know about it, call a doctor that does. Find people that know. Um, does that does that sum it up enough for you?
4: That that's pretty good. Fortunately, here in Ohio, uh, Florida, we have the best governor in the country, and he has set up the. the uh, antibody stations and yeah. if you have been exposed I mean you go down there they test you and boom you're treated
0: it's correct. quick I had a friend of mine pop positive in Florida uh, just in the last week and immediately went and called his doctor took my advice called his doctor and went and got the in his case he got the shots not the infusion both seem to work and uh, is doing fine I think it's day 6 now um, you get you get past t- day ten and you're golden. Uh, that's what I would do, but ask your doctor. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. All right, uh, Janine Piero, Judge Piero tonight, Ari Fleischer, Geraldo, Miranda Devine, Leo 2.0, Reince Priebus, Scott Brown, Jim Jordan. News you won't get from the media mob—that I can promise you. Please set your DVR. Nine Eastern. Hannity on Fox. We'll see you then. You make this show possible. We never forget it. We'll be back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show what it is.